definitely human. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 36. It's winter, and this is the first of the Christmas specials. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> I know it's technically only November, but December is on the horizon, and we all need to get excited. Today, I will be going to a charity Christmas auction to get some Christmas presents, and then we'll be going to get some Christmas trees. But first, I'm on my way to pick something that I associate with Christmas, but maybe you guys don't. Oh, yes, look. Look at all those slows. Oh, wow. It's kind of more like a tree than I was expecting sort of a, a blackberry bush. Some of these look have gone over. They're starting to shrivel. You can see they're, they're quite squishy. Ooh, they're yes. just perfect, actually. What's that one with all the red berries on? Oh, that's hawthorn. Oh, don't want to pick those. No. Look up there, there's... It's full of them up there. Down to be the ones furthest. Yeah. Inaccessible. I can remember coming down here with your dad before this was all overgrown and the slow bushes go right back through into that corner. Do they? Now it's a bramble now jungle. It's a bramble jungle. Because in behind here is an old barn and that's why this field is called Barn Park. Oh, I did wonder. You just see it that they're covered in yes. brambles. That's the end of the barn. Oh, wow. Yeah, like an old cob stone building. Yeah, it would have been a livestock building, I expect. I'm going to reverse up to the slow bush. Lovely. Okay, stop it there. How's that? Lovely. Yeah. Right here. So, we've got an old ice cream tub ready to... You reckon we're going to fill it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a fine mist of rain all day, and I don't want to get the microphone wet. <laughs> I always come back from recording, and the microphone's covered in soil from the garden, or dust, or <laughs> David's always an eyebrow raised. 
So what are we picking these slows for? Slow gin. Yes, it is a sort of historic family recipe that every Christmas we make slow gin. So we pick slows and put them in a bottle of gin with sugar. Yep. Anything else? Nope. <laughs> and it goes the most incredible pink colour. We like yeah. to have it on New Year's. A shot in a um, a glass of bubbly is yeah. quite lethal. <laughs> the traditional recipe was that you prick the slows with a needle so that the juices can then seep out of the slow and into the gin. But I found a shortcut to that. What's that? And that is that you freeze them all first. Once they're frozen, you make sure that the gin is at room temperature, not cold. And then you just chuck the frozen slows straight into the gin. And as they hit the warm gin, they, the skin split. Oh, wow. So you don't have to prick them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that would be a bit laborious. You ha- and then you have equal quantities of gin and slows. So if you've got a pint of gin, you have a pound of slows and then half a pound of sugar. And then just put it all in a jar. Give it a good shake put it in the back of a cupboard and then bring it out once a week and give it a shake and put it back in again. And then by Christmas, it's ready to drink. Um, there's one. Oh, spider web. Another one. Mum's just fully getting lost in the undergrowth over there. Don't get caught up in the brambles. Oh, stinging nettles. Just stinging nettles. What have you found? A handful? Two handfuls. Ooh, look at that should explain to you, dear listeners, that a slowberry looks just like a blueberry. It looks like I've got a punnet full of blueberries here, although they're a little bit darker. If you rub the skin, they go very dark, or if they get wet, they're a very dark blue, blacky colour. But the thing about slows is you can't eat them like you can eat cherries. They are the most bitter, disgusting things as you pick them off the tree. Oh, really? Have you ever tried one? No. Oh, should you we... should. Oh. Okay, I'll try one. Oh my god. Oh. 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 oh my god, it's weird. My mouth. Oh my god, it's so sour. My whole mouth is puckered up. Oh. Oh, Jesus. This is a quaint little village, isn't it? So what's this village called? Chawstock. Sweet little thatched cottage. We parked on a little street. So we've had to park a little way down. There were so many people parked and people coming out with bags and goodies. They make thousands of pounds for the charity, so it's great. It's really well received. This is the old farmhouse at the back. This is Pat's new bit here. And then these are the old barns they've converted into a... That's a 12 person holiday let there. Oh wow, that looks epic. Yeah, it is epic. Beautiful. There we go, Bless madam. You. Thank All you right. very much. Thank you. What's that? Two pounds, yeah. Two pounds, one pound each. Right, pound each. Okay, yeah. what's that got on there then? I says two pounds for some reason. I don't take notice of that. Oh, that's all right. No, 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 oh, no, that's, right. that's, well, no, no. that's what they told me. Oh. Oh, look at that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right, then, Thank you very much. Thank you. 
So the charity event is run by two sisters, Pat and Di. They actually open up their own homes to make them a shoppable experience. They've pushed all the furniture to the side and they've created little pockets of kind of tables filled with things that they have sourced themselves from the warehouses, from the charity organizations they support. So there's got all kinds of homeware, kids wear, books, DVDs, absolutely everything you could imagine to buy for Christmas. Um, and I think not only is it amazing that you're supporting charities, but you're being more sustainable by buying things secondhand. So it's win-win, win-win-win. My sister's been doing it for the last 30 years, over 30 years. And last time we had it was 18 months ago, which we raised just over 3,000. Wow, that's fantastic. Yes. And we have normally about 100, just over 100 people. Um, but my sister was on the NSCPC, um, and then we changed to hospice in Macmillan, and that's what we do it for, really. I've heard a lot of people say today this is the most successful, you know, busy coffee morning they've seen. <laughs> I think it is, actually, and I think with COVID, I think everybody's glad to get back to speaking to people um, and just seeing old friends that they haven't seen for the last 18 months, and I hope everybody will spend lots of money. <laughs> we bought our raffle tickets, <laughs> We've got a couple of puzzles for Christmas. Yes, everything you can think of. It's amazing how you've completely decked out the houses, sort yes. of moved the furniture to the side and yes. filled it full of all wonderful yes. things. Wonderful things, which is good. And it's all been donated by certain people, paperbacks, which people read and get a lot of enjoyment out of it, really. Hopefully not too much tidy up for you afterwards. <laughs> yes, we'll sit down this afternoon and have a cup of tea. <laughs> Oh, so mum and I have just left. We are absolutely laden with goodies. It was so lovely to talk to Pat and sort of steal her away for a couple of minutes. I hope the recording isn't um, too loud. Everybody was having a raucous time. So I, <laughs> the aim was to go in there buying Christmas presents for other people, but I think we've just bought loads of things for ourselves. <laughs> well, charity starts at home. <laughs> oh, take my key. <laughs> Ready? So, Mum and I have just arrived at Blakewell Fisheries to get our Christmas trees. Blakewell Fisheries is a local fish farm. A local fish farm. Yeah. And they also do a little Christmas tree business on the side with the sort of scrubland to the back. Yeah. They have a little cafe here. They have a smoking room. You can come here and fish for trout. Got water gardens here. I'm reading off the back of his wagon here. <laughs> I thought you were very well informed. Well, no, because I do know Richard anyway. But look, water gardens and trout fishing. And then he goes out and he does um, pond and lake construction with water features, etc., etc. Oh, so it's a perfectly autumnal day. All the leaves on the trees are looking very orange and crisp. Um, very grey skies and windy. And we're just walking in. It's sort of a graveled area with um, big foliage on either side and giant ponds full of lots of fish of different kinds. Look at them all. What are they? Trout or something? Yep. Oh, trout. Lots of trout. Gorgeous. There's one over there. Looks like he's sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> he's, he's, in world. he's in another world now. <laughs> so this fishery is run by two brothers, Richard and John. Uh, Richard, or Fishy Rich as he is known, is an old family friend of ours. He even helped my dad install the fish ponds on our farm. And very exciting news, their delicious smoked fish has just won a fancy award. And we got the, uh, we got the Platinum Award, which is only handed out to those that have 100% excellency. And so there was, it was a, you know, a flawless product. 
which we stu- stood by, of course. And secondly, we also received the, um, the Product of the Year Award. That's amazing. So there are about 250 um, entrants. Yes. We were one of the shortlisted group of producers. And so John, my brother, who spends more time in the smoker than I do, went down to a sort of gala evening in Plymouth and received the Platinum Award, which wow. bowled him over. And then end of the night, got the, uh, got the main Vicladorum. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so I tell you what, it is. It's fantastic. Yes. I mean, there was a chef there actually. But uh, he did say that. Um, now I think he had a couple of pips on his shoulder. This chap, and he said, in all the years, he's never tasted smoked salmon really? like it. So wherever it's a please, it's been a lot of hard work. Well done. So yeah, we're going to be, you know, yeah. we're punting it. We've got obviously November, December is going to be a busy period. It was last year, you know, yes. and this year's going to be the same. Um, you know, perhaps twofold. Who knows? Oh, you'll so, have a few more listeners. So it's all good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So come on down. Yeah. yeah Blakewell Fisheries. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you can get it online, buy it online via our website. So there's been a lot of fish talk, but we're not here for that. We are here for Christmas trees. Every year, my family and I have come here to select a tree. This year, we're selecting a big one for Mum's farmhouse and a little one for my tiny bungalow. The fish ponds span as far as the eye can see, all symmetrical in the middle. And then surrounding those on the outside are all the Christmas trees laid out. So it's sort of a magical little wonderland that you can walk through and put your name on a tree of your choosing. Who would have thought fishing and Christmas trees went so well together? Well, actually, if the truth be known, father started the Christmas trees way back in the 1990s. And he had a bit of, bit of off-ground and he wanted to grow a few trees. And he did. And he went away and so forth. And then dad, you know, he was getting on a bit. But he decided, that, you know, I'm not going to continue with the trees. Would you like to take it on? So we did. We started planting. And so John and I have been just running the trees. It's just it's a little sideline. It's a separate little business, but it's a sideline. And it's a bit of fun. We see repeat people. We've seen generations of people coming down buying trees, you know. Now I'm buying a tree and yeah. Yeah. I've always bought a tree, yeah. We're only a very small producer. I mean, look, yeah. there's some big producers. But in fact, when we started doing trees and growing trees here in North Devon, I would suggest we were probably one of only very, very few. Now there are a number of guys producing top products, you know, some yeah. great some great trees. And we've all got our little markets, you know. Yes. You know, our market is particular. It's an on-site. So people come down to choose a tree. Mm-hmm rather than me taking a tree to a a wholesaler or or whatever. So um, it's a different experience, I guess. We're Mm. sort of the other end of the valley to you guys, and we're we're sort of an eclectic mix, and Mm. the smoking is one part of our business. We're still farming quite a lot of trout. We've got accommodation, holiday accommodation, the fly fishing. And then we have our, you know, environmental aquatic services business, you know, which is mm. which is busy. So there's lots of little Keep things. Very busy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can do one thing, you no, know. No, not these days. Those days are gone. And we're yes. in North Devon. North Devon's a lovely place, big area with not many people in it. Everyone knows everybody. Um, you know, we're only a small business, but we've been here for quite a long time. We'll go and have a little poke round then. Yep. Leave you to it. And, um, and I'll catch up with you money-wise when we see you. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Okay. Nice yeah. to see you. All right. Oh, bless him. We had him chatting so long his tea went cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one's quite nice. I don't know. It is. The only risk you've got to be careful of, well, look, half its branches have gone through this, whether they'll get them out without ripping them. But also, because he's so close to the one next door, is he going to have a bare patch? One but then side. you put that one against the wall, don't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. do you think that one's too big for my house? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I know, it smells fantastic, isn't it? <sighs> we stood right next to a pond on our left that's full of grasses and weeds and things. You can hear the, um, the road above us. Um, but yeah, we're surrounded by Christmas trees that just smell amazing. Smells of Christmas. Yeah. 
We've just found a nice little tiddler for us. Bottom. Yes. So, you know, you don't have to chop a load off the bottom. He's just right for you. I'm going to need to get a Christmas tree stand because I don't have one. We're tramping through the bush. On and on we push. So, one tree down. This is a funny shaped one. He's got all kinds of different varieties yeah. of trees and these ones are all sort of twiddly. I don't know. That's amazing though. Quite fun. They look like they ought to be outside, though. They're a bit too big to have indoors. What about that one? <laughs> that one's a mini one. And then we've got these blue ones. Oh, they're pretty. Look how flat the branches yes. are. They look sort of strange. I don't think this is the way we were supposed no, we're to go. <laughs> okay. We just walked past one of the ponds and it's absolutely erupted with movement. They think they're going to get fed. Do you remember when we had this one, our fish pond? Yes. We used to go onto the pontoon and they'd all start leaping in the air. What fish did we have? Trout. Trout. Rainbow trout, right? We had rainbow and brown. Yeah. Two different sorts. But the local village boys came in and fished them all out. Yeah. They stole them one by one until there were none left. Um, I don't think it's that way. I think it's down. I think we walk this way. We're in an evergreen maze. Oh, look, here. There you go. We can put the thin side against the wall and then yeah. it's thicker out this side, isn't it? He's got a nice, thick, straight sort of top bit for the angel and then yes. some nice little stalks coming off yes. underneath. Yeah, yes. lovely. Well, there you go. There's the final one. Ta-da! <laughs> I loved going to Pat and Di's charity event. It was so much fun to see the community spirit of everybody around. Um, and I just love, I've never heard of anything like it. And I just love that mum sort of introduced me to it and gave me an opportunity to buy things sort of secondhand. I love that it's more sustainable rather than, you know, I think every year we hear about the environmental impact of Christmas and how so many new things are bought unnecessarily. And I just love the idea of re-gifting things and also helping charity at the same time. Um, it was also really great to see Fishy Rich and find out more about what they're doing down there because I find it so exciting um, and it's so beautiful, like what they do with all the fish and the way that they smoke them and everything. They have a smokery on site and then there's just Christmas tree pockets everywhere. So you're sort of wandering through your own little Christmas wonderland. And then of course, picking slows with mum, which was really nice. Like I didn't get to forage as much as I wanted to this year. I was really looking looking forward to picking mushrooms and that kind of never came. I think the weather's been far too wet. Um, blackberry season was quite short. I didn't get the chance to pick as many of those as I'd like, but with slows, it was nice to go down with mum in the gator. We picked loads of slows and then obviously she, get me to, she got me to taste one and I've never tasted one before and my mouth literally felt like it turned inside out. So from that disgusting taste to now, I've actually poured myself some slow gin that was made last year. I'm going to have a little taste. <laughs> it's still quite tart, but the huge amounts of sugar has basically leveled it out. It's so delicious. It's sort of nice and tanniny in your mouth, but just a little sweet sticky. My mum always calls things like this stickies. I just think slow gin reminds me so much of the festive season. And yeah, it's just always a really fun family sort of get together occasion. And it's really cold outside and there's lots of stars in the sky. And I just think it's a really beautiful time of year. Everything's sort of a bit dead outside, which has its own beauty in itself. But it sort of draws you inside and you just feel so much more cosy. 
each room that people socialize in has a fireplace roaring but then if you want to get from sort of one room to the other it's freezing cold so you're sort of shimmying down corridors from one social space to the next getting the decorations out of storage that hang above the fireplace which looks like sort of this evergreen thing decorated with pine cones and glitter like everything is just so festive and wonderful and honestly I could have December last forever I absolutely love the lead up to Christmas. For me, that is everything winter is about. And then January rocks around and you're like, oh no, where did the festivity go? Like, I just want to keep everything up all the time. Okay, one Christmas episode down. Now I'm off to write a petition for all future months to be December. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Jingle Bells Day. Artwork is by Eric the Red Nosed Reindeer Chow. And this episode was edited by the spirit of Christmas yet to come, David Knight. Thank you guys, and thank you for listening. And if you're supporting us on Patreon, stay tuned for our after show series, Hashtag Farm Life. This week, we'll be talking about slows. 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 Find out more at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Ho, ho, ho. Bye now. <laughs>